3: Hey everyone, hope you're all doing well. This week's episode of the Get in Our Home series is such a valuable one for new listeners or those that just want the best of the best. In this episode, we look back at series one and take some of the top tips from some of our favorite podcasts over the past couple of months. From self-building to going with a builder, renovating, interior design tips, saving money, and lots, lots more. This episode is an easy listen and if you're enjoying a particular clip, you can always listen to their full episode down below too. Thanks again to everyone for all the support we're receiving with the podcast. It's really funny. The podcast was like a, a secondary outlet to the YouTube channel, but we've noticed the podcast growing a lot more than the channel itself. So if you're enjoying listening to the podcast, do let us know and be sure to check out the actual YouTube channel too, where you can see everyone's homes that we talk to on the podcast. Okay, so first up is an extract from our chat with Neve and Mark from at passive Build on Instagram. They talk about council contribution fees and how the fees vary from county to county. And what sort of contribution fee did they ask for them?
4: Wow, wait until I tell you. Waterford, our planning fees are nine grand for a... a, a yeah, five. for a
5: house over 201 square metres, I think you're into a, a 9,000 euro planning... And what size
3: square foot is this house?
5: 280. Is it? Yeah. yeah. So like once you go over, if you build 200 square metres, you'd be around five grand. If you build 201, you're nine grand. And it doesn't really matter if you go 301 or 401. Or oh really, it's, just,
3: it's, it's either five
5: it's, or nine. Well,
4: that's just for Waterford. In, I think in Tipperary and Cork, I think it's per square foot. Well, it it's is, it's, 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 it's
5: based on square meterage. But like, I suppose we, we were, I suppose I knew the fee was going to be around 9,000. But it's a huge cost.
3: Especially at the start of your build, you know, when and cash it. is Planning low. that's Planning insists you yeah. pay
5: it before you start. We, we held out as much as we could because when you're self-building, cash flow is, is so it's critical. Yeah. Like, and they're insisting on their 9,000 yeah. up front. Um, so I think that needs to change, to be honest. But like yeah. I spoke to people then that had recently built in Cork and a similar size house in Cork was around 3,500 euros contribution. And in Wexford... It was around three and a half thousand euros as well. But if you build an A2 rated house or better, they gave you back half that fee.
3: And this was actually a passive house, yeah. yeah. So we were even better
5: than that, but yeah. we still had to give Water County Council nine thousand 9, euros. I
4: think Mayo is the best place in Ireland to build. I think it's only like 700, 750 uh, euros to planning fees <laughs> to, wow. to build a house in Mayo. Yeah, but you look, it'll all change now in the future. And
3: yeah, fingers crossed. Yeah, I think it's just crazy what a couple of hours down the road could mean and how there's such a difference in fees. Like, it's just insane. Next up is this super short and sweet top tip from our most recent episode with Cyril from Mannion Build.
6: Good design. It's all about design. Uh, if you have bad design, you have nothing. you're looking at it forever. <laughs> uh, good design, clever design, uh, good architect. Never be beaten. Yeah. Uh, simple as that.
3: A real straight talker serial. Love it. Next we caught up with Luke from Harcourt Home on Instagram before Christmas and with the level of interior design in this place his top tip had to be about how to go about decorating your own home.
7: A lot of people look at their house and they're like they don't know where to start. Like if I start in this room I won't finish it. If I start in this room I won't finish it. So you just I take one room by one room and that's what I done when I moved in here. Like I got the keys and 48 hours later this room was half painted and that and people are looking at me like I'm crazy like they're like why are you why are you not moving vans or why are you not moving things in and I'm like no first thing I done was I went to Woody's I got dual in backdrop and I said I'm painting the sitting room and I literally had it completely painted in 48 hours after having the kids. and I was like because I had this vision in my head for so long I was like this is what I want you knew I knew what I wanted and I was like I bought this table in gold and dark glass. I bought these lamps, which I had. I had the sitting room more than any other room laid out in my head because I knew it was a big room. I knew it was gonna cost probably the most money in the whole entire house. So I was like, I'm going to focus on that and that's why I started painting, I started decorating. The feature wall came in in December, two months later. Again, that was a major focus. I could have put that money into the garden or, you know, somewhere else in the house. But I said, no, I want the feature wall, I wanted the fire, and that's something I want to focus on. And that's why I completed this room for But just take it room by room. That's it. A lot of people get overwhelmed and they think about money and the costs. It's just about working room by room and you can only do that once at a time. And that's what I definitely recommend for anyone starting with a new build is don't try and do everything at once.
3: Not too far away from Luke was Marina. and w- from the Instagram account the at the Ryan's house and they had some great advice for getting a mortgage advisor
7: for me
6: the first one I would say is get a good mortgage broker because the start trying to finalize your mortgage is stressful and knowing what you need like there's there's a lot in it like between local needs stuff getting letters from schools the lower parish priest, the football club, all those kind of things to gather up all that information, all your work pay slips, your bank statements. Get a good mortgage broker who just takes a lot of that, that stress and headache out of it. He, like I know for us, we like our mortgage broker. I couldn't recommend him highly enough. Like, and he just laid it out in an email saying, "This is what you need for these dates." Yeah. We sent them on, and he pretty much put our application together, got wow. it sorted. Um, and he's been with us the whole way through the build. Whenever we needed him, any advice, even things like, uh, like the help to buy scheme. Uh, obviously, you get that for for bills as well, and things like that that we weren't sure about. Yeah, and he just told us what we need to do or how we need to do it.
3: Next up was Kira and Sean from Our We Self Build on Instagram, and how they moved back from Canada and to finish a build, they make big sacrifices to save money.
7: When we moved back home, we moved in with my mother, oh, okay. and we just <laughs> renting was just never an option. No. We just couldn't couldn't justify it in terms of you know, no. It was,
3: it was hard coming back from of course. living. By yourself, yeah. So we'd obviously
7: had our own apartment for a couple of years in Canada, and to come home and live with your parents again, it's Fortress. it's not easy. But in the long run, it was the best decision probably. for us. Um, we were able to save because of that. I don't Aye. think we would have got as far if we, no. you know, were out renting. No, definitely, definitely not. not no. No. I'm
3: sure they were glad to see the back of you when you were removing it.
7: I don't know. She said she, she would have happily kept us for longer, didn't she?
5: Did <laughs> <laughs> I dunno I don't know how true that might have been. <laughs>
7: I'll have to run it by her again anyway. <laughs> uh,
3: Paddy from Daly's Construction was all about ICF construction and his particular tip was centered around the ICF process and how changes can be difficult to make later on in the process. So it's important to get your design and plans right from the start. Do you hate working with self builders?
6: No. No, honestly don't. Because I suppose another side of it, a lot of them don't have any experience. So it's good to be able to make sure they're getting the right guidance to it. You know what I mean? As you've seen yourself, my courses as well, it's just good to know the right and the wrong. So no, I don't. When we start building this up, it goes up so quick, you can actually get an idea of your openings, right? So you might want to make changes as a self-builder. Now, depending on the changes, at the end of the day, we are building off your plans, what you've been approved and what you've given us and what we've priced. If at the end of the day, if it's not too big of a change, you're happy to change it. But if there's a lot of work involved, obviously then it's way out of cost.
3: Breed from a house and a home on Instagram had advice for those that are self-building and managing tradesmen.
8: It's kind of almost like plaguing them, in a sense, if that makes sense, that you'd kind of give them, like, say, for example, the plumber, you would say to him, like, I'll be ready for you in four weeks. And I suppose the way I looked at it was that I was one job in his oceans of jobs that he had going on. So if I was to keep telling him and updating him, like sending him a text message saying... Hi, Breed here again. I'm going to be calling on you in three weeks, calling on you in two weeks. Are you all set for next week? And if you kept lining them up, you knew that they were coming. So I kind of felt that that was a really good thing to do rather than just assuming that they'll remember because they're so busy and they're going to so many houses. They can't re- probably remember everybody, do you know, and, and they're brilliant. And it's not
3: about plaguing, you know. You're oh, being no, nice about no, it. no yeah, yeah,
8: yeah, yeah. But you just, you, I suppose you do feel I think like, that's really
3: good advice though. Yeah. yeah. To stay in contact with your trades. Constantly. And... Yeah. yeah
8: and I think like one quick text message and like even they appreciate it as well like or a quick phone call and it's all sorted yeah
3: yeah, yeah. and like I think another big thing as well is it's just that communication you know you don't want somebody to come and go you never told me that yeah you know what I mean to have that communication there I think yeah. is really important um, next we have Connor from Tribe Architects in Galway and how to know when you found the right architect for your home build Big
0: believer in personal relationships, and this is—it's I suppose it's—I won't say it's intimate, but it, it is quite a personal relationship when you get into design. So that—that's very important. But also, do they have time? You know, does this architect have time to dedicate to this? And if somebody rings me up and asks me, "Do you have time for this?" And if I don't, I'll simply say no.
3: Right. Yeah. You know.
0: So you—you you want to make sure that you want to try and uh, trash out your your expectations as well with your architect. You know, what what do we expect you to do? And um, you know, some people's expectations of what an architect does would be a little different than what we do actually do. You know, so it would be important to have that conversation as well. And the the, the biggest, I suppose, it comes back to it again. But the biggest one is if if the conversation doesn't flow.
6: If it doesn't flow. Yeah. yeah
0: if there's no kind of rapport there, um, I'd be probably just you know making a few more phone calls to see if yeah there, if there are others out yeah. there. You know.
3: Neve from the Instagram, knock at new Dawn house, stressed the importance of having a good outdoor and garden space.
4: And then um, I have the percola then to the back, which I absolutely love. And it's just such a great outdoor space for family, friends, I'm hoping to use it a lot more now, I suppose, when, you know, we're out of this COVID. Uh, um, but, you know, it's nice to see people starting to walk in the door again and to be able to show people around. And, and actually enjoyed this place. Absolutely, I mean, I, I, I work out there, trail in it, um, sit out in the evening, have my meals when it's warm. And um, yeah, just sitting, enjoying the glass of wine. And yeah, I, I really love the pergola and I think, you know i think we have we we've learned to use our gardens a lot more spend more time in them and i've I've noticed a lot of people are putting a lot of money and investing into their gardens and i just think it's you know if if it's one thing you do when you're planning is you know leave room for maybe a pergola or a nice outdoor space um you know i can sit there no matter what the weather is um it's just so handy
3: especially um for people that maybe are a little bit smaller homes or bungalows like yourselves it's like an additional room yeah absolutely
4: yeah as I said I spend a lot of time in it and it's like an extension of the kitchen really just once the doors are open it's like you know bringing the outside in which we all love to do
3: next up Kieran from KMC Homes advised those on the fence between self-building and building and how if you go with a builder you're actually paying less VAT.
2: I think, um, I suppose there's a few things feeding into it. I mean, if you're really looking to save money, is it cheaper to do it yourself? Um, in some respects, yes. No, you're paying different VAT rates. Like if, if you're getting a plumber in to do some plumbing work, he's charging you 13.5% VAT. If you're buying um, timber and you're going to get another carpenter with the timber up in the roof, you're buying that timber at 23%. Now, if you're getting it all through a builder, you're getting it all at thirty and a half percent because he's supplying and fitting the whole um, building uh, works, so he's charging everything at thirty and So, you are paying a bit more VAT if you um, if you build it yourself because you are paying material at twenty three percent. So yeah. that's one thing. Um, it really comes down to how much time you can give it and how much headspace you have to give it. I mean, if you're Working in an office or you're working in a multinational company You can't leave your office from one end of the day to the next uh, You won't be able to be on site and if you're not on site you are the project manager You are the builder you are the person who's insuring the site and what's what goes wrong like the plumber knows How to do do his job and the plasterer knows how to do his job and the electrician knows how to do his job But where the plumber and the electrician are meeting to tie in on hooking up a heating system you need to be in the middle of all that making sure that's all being coordinated then you need to get it commissioned by a third party which is the people who are supplying the heating system itself air to water now for example um, there's a lot of interface there and that's where you are needed. that's where four foreman's needed in a building company or the builder of a smaller company um, you're needed for all those interfaces you're needed for all the junctions so um it really comes down to how much time you have to give, give that project now if you are someone who's in the trade I'd say that are very few people in the trade who use builders because they, they, they can do some of the work themselves, they have friends yeah. and they can bring in and get a good, good prices from them and they have the time to give. They might be there every afternoon because they're doing something else in the morning or you know, if you're in the farming community and the houses you're building on your own land, you'll be coming and going the whole time and again. So it, it works for you well. But again, if you don't have the time to I suppose to it just
3: get, depends on the lifestyle of the person living in the first place. And it depends
2: on it. how yeah. much... Like, do you think you're going to add value to it yeah. by being there? I mean, if you, haven't a, if you haven't a clue about building and have little or no interest in it, you're not going to be adding much value. If you're fairly clued into to that um, and you have a strong interest in it and you think you, you could drive good bargains and you can give it the time, then it's, it could very well work for you. So you will save money by doing it yourself. But then, I suppose, depending on what your hourly rate is on your day job. I mean, if you're, hourly, if you're making big money on your day job and you're spending most of your time um, on uh, instead of building out on your day job, working on your building site, maybe it doesn't work for you at all. So it goes down to the person Nikki
3: Nikki and Colin from House at Ballycoos on Instagram and on how they had, or Nikki had planned her kitchen before they'd even had a block laid and how it's important to always go with your gut.
1: I, I did go looking at kitchens. Before we even had a block laid. Because Mm. I was excited about it. And um, because of that. We were able to move that window. Mm. Early in the process. To give me more space to put units. Mm. So I was sort of going. I can't believe I'm going to look in the kitchens. And one of my friends said to me. She had renovated. Extensively renovated her house. And she says no. See any decisions you know. That you have to make. Make them. Because you have so many down the line. That Mm. you don't even know you have got coming your way yet mm. and that's definitely anything a good piece of advice
2: yeah and and where your gut feeling is should i do it now or should i do it later you're always better doing it now that will all, all sorts of things like definitely go your gut it might hurt the pocket in the is short-term but it's worth yeah. it yeah.
3: finally lydia known from new build ballet on instagram took us through interior designing on a budget and how sometimes you just need to go with things that look good but don't cost a fortune
1: i suppose with regards you know the actual interiors and couches and furnishings we we did a lot of them on budget because you know i think if you look at you know i i know we added in accents of pops of color in places but you don't necessarily look at the quality of it you look at the aesthetics of it yeah. so you They've, know i suppose yeah. um
2: they have a lifespan of five to eight years kind of thing you're going to be yeah. changing them anyway so like i suppose our recommendation would be like something like that you don't need to be spending
1: a fortune budget on around, right? you and know just buy designer brands yeah. or you know go with things that that look good that you're yeah. happy with you know the color the texture obviously matter but um you know, I suppose you can always change those things down the line. They're superficial. You know, the I think the it's really important to get your to main get things the foundation right. Yeah, the exactly. House yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, you know, put the money into your insulation and your windows and the things that actually, you know, It'd be
3: very hard to change in yeah. the future. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Or yeah. very expensive to change. I'm- okay, so that's it for today's episode. I know a little bit shorter than usual. I um, hope that's okay with everybody. We are working in the background on building up a lot more content for the 2022 series, so please bear with us. Um, be sure to check out um, everybody's episodes that you liked um, and extract from, from this episode. They're all um, below and I'll also post all their contact details our Instagram details more like um, in the description box below. And finally, um, if you are enjoying the series and you are enjoying the podcasts, please, please, please consider leaving a review on whatever you're listening to this on it's funny and we've received so little reviews on the podcast platforms that we're not even sure how many we've received because you have to receive a certain amount before (laughs) they, they tell you how many you've received so if you're enjoying the content it'll cost you absolutely nothing and just really helps us to get found and to be seen by more people okay thanks and see you all next time